as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, the Prime Minister attempts to rehabilitate his image and ours with a brand new blue comedy act. <laughs> Finally! It's going to turn things around for everybody. What else we got? The heroic push cat of Cairns. Oh, that's important news. Saving lives. Oh, what about uh, cheap wedding ideas? Oh, good idea. They're always needed. Martha needs those. Uh, flying cars are on the way. What Thankfully. about some new Mercedes Corby revelations? Oh, I think uh, we'll find out if Russell Crowe is right. Do cheerleaders make men feel uncomfortable. Be uncomfortable. And new listener events. Oh, yes. We're always looking for those. Yeah, yeah, that's the big one today. Uh, and also, all right, Johnny boy, you've had a go at me in the paper. Let's see what happens when Ed's got his own radio show. <laughs> all this and more coming <laughs> yeah. up on Get I'm This. So tough now, Johnny boy. Where today we're launching our new dress code. Oh. The requisite short skirts or lycra suits are turning off tens of thousands of self-conscious young girls. <laughs> It's Get This Around the Nation. Why are we playing Baywatch? Because uh, the Irish blokes at the Gaelic Club, where I saw Noiseworks perform, yes. uh, said to me that, that he walked up to me and said, What's this band? Are they serious? I said, Yes, they're serious. And he said, Oh, they sound, sound like the feckin' Baywatch team. <laughs> the feckin' Baywatch team. <laughs> okay. Our Emerald Isle friends. I'm not sure if we can say feck in this time slot. Hey, I've just heard, by the way, it's myself, Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalier. Richard Marsden's pushing the buttons. Ricardo. Are we getting Ardell O'Hanlon on the show? Father Dougal from Father Ted, Nicky? Yeah, there's a good chance. Oh, you know He's what we're going to do? We're going to get him in and try and sign him up for the Bill Shorten story. I know you I are. I know you can't see it yet, but it'll all You've fall got, into place. You should be Tony Martin's CSA. You've got Cassie in your blood, sir. <laughs> Who's going to play you, though? Uh, there's so many candidates. Come on. Andrew McCarthy. Really? <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. There's uh, plenty of people who could be me. Look, we need to start this show with controversy. Okay. For We've got to get some big stories happening. What okay. is going on with the Corbys? Did you see that story last night? Yeah, I saw oh, a bit of it. I just it. want to ask a question, though, at this point. Are yeah. we still sponsored by the all-new Mercedes-Benz Corby? <laughs> oh, is that, is that true or not? I Listen don't think. So. Okay, cool. I'm Sorry. not sure that we're sponsored by anyone at this stage, <laughs> except our listeners. Mm. Send in if you want to be one. Don't need to send money or anything. No, no. And we're not looking for businesses. No. Just people. People. Individuals. People who aren't getting their name out there enough. Is that a photo of Mercedes Corby pulling a bong on the oh, front of the Mercedes. Australian today? Or am I just getting that wrong? Is that what it looks no, like to you, Richard? Pretty. Is it a uh, like a three-page featurette? Is oh. it something that they've done? A special like <laughs> photography explo- explo- ex- you know, expose? <laughs> I don't know. Has but she posed for them? It's all coming out on Today Tonight. And apparently more bombshell revelations tonight. What are they going to unveil tonight? I I hear there's a rumour that Mercedes Corby tried to smuggle three kilograms of uh, marijuana through customs into Bali, strapped behind her teeth. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> Plenty it's of room. Just a rumour. It's not true. <laughs> it couldn't be true. <laughs> there's nothing else from this story I can read out. No, really? Controversy yeah. involves football, as most of the time I find. Hang on, hang on. Is it a new one, another one? It's the same one from yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Carlton footballers accused of being drunk. Oh, drunk. Come on, guys. It doesn't help when their names are Whitnell in Scotland. No. You've got Whitnell. Whitnell and I. The most drunken <laughs> character in the history of cinema. And he would know that. And Scotland, well, wow. certainly the most drunken country I've visited. Is it? Certainly drunk is. Drunk in the streets. What? What's that business? 
the red stripe. I was going to say the white stripes. Oh, they yeah. don't drink the oh, white no, stripes, no. the red stripe. Is that a beer? That yeah. is a beer. And I know you hear cliched stories about, uh, you know, warm beer when you go oh, to the yeah, UK. Yeah. I was at the Edinburgh Festival and I'm asking for a, a red stripe. And the bloke's just handed me one off a shelf. Mm. And I said, have you got a cold one? And he's gone down the other end of the shelf, the shady bit of the shelf, and handed that to me. <laughs> Scotland and Whitnell, the worst possible names you could have if you were yeah, trying yeah, to not yeah, be yeah, drunk, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. But, you know, the allegations are that a woman was accused of being a lesbian and then punched in the face. Uh, is that because she didn't want them, I'm assuming? Is that why that... <laughs> was, what are they going to plead? I don't know. Pre-season? <laughs> they're going to plead the Glenn Milne defence, I'm guessing. But Whitnall, he's trying to explain this, says they lost track of time. It was just a misjudgment by us, he said. So true. We didn't realise the time. We didn't have a watch on. I've done that, Tone. I've been out. Right. And I'll just be out having lunch. Loose, you know, idea of the time. Yeah. And I'm just swinging. I'm just swinging at people, calling them all sorts. And then someone goes, Ed, it's four o'clock. Sorry, guys. I'll calm down oh, now. Sorry. Now I know it's four o'clock. I'll pull my head in. But before that, I, I completely understand where they're coming from. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm sick of this. Why should they get victimised? Every single day, you know, poor footballers getting caught punching people in nightclubs, defenceless people. Yeah, yeah. Just let them do it. Give them a watch. Yeah. <laughs> Give them a timepiece. They need a little fob watch. They do. Uh, what about that, uh, Ian Healy? They're still going oh, here, my oh. And there's an article in the, uh, the Melbourne papers today yeah, yeah. by Robin Riley who says, uh, you know, it's just not the sort of behaviour you want to see from someone, a respected figure, in so a commentary true. box. And she says that's why Richie Benno has lasted so long. He'd no sooner be pretending to play the violin as he would break into a rap song. I'd like to see that. <laughs> I'd like to see him uh, pretending to play the violin, mm. just not in an offensive context. Oh, just in a really like, de- like a really detailed way. Just a bit of mime would be good. Mm. Is he on for a bit of rap? I don't know. Oh, what's this? Rolling down the road, smoking endo, sipping on gin and juice, laid back with my mind on the money. And money on my mind. <laughs> Got bitches in the living room getting it on. So what you gonna do? Got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do, too. <laughs> what is that about? Are we still going to air? Come on, Richie. What I didn't even know? know what that song is. Ed just handed me these lyrics. <laughs> what is that? It's uh, Dr. Dre and uh, Snoop Dogg. Is that coming up? Yeah, I think Endo. so. <laughs> the Endo. <laughs> you know, we need some help on this program. Yeah. We need new segment ideas. Oh, yeah. We need more discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time and pieces all round. The comedy needs sharpening up. Really? We are going to bring in an expert. Someone who's going to show us how it's done. That's going to be next on Get This. Oh, thank you. The John Butler Trio Funky tonight, this morning, here at Get This, around the nation. Ed's here. Richard's here. Hey. Simon Palomaris coming in. Yeah, looking forward to that. In the next hour to class things up a bit. You'd know his back catalogue, wouldn't you? He's pretty suave. Is he? He's got a couple of uh, forgotten, uh, I don't know use the word, classics. There's a couple of nerd titles we can spring on him from the bottom shelf down at Video Easy. Good, good, good. Um, But we do need help on this program. Mm. You know, there's been a lot of trouble lately. And I thought, let's get in a guru. Good idea. Someone who's done a bit of comedy. Yeah. Who's got some runs on the board. To help us, you know, give this show a bit of a shakedown. Brett Lee? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Can't guess who it is. Uh, Had a bit of a think tank yesterday. Okay. Here's how it unfolded. 
Oh, look, this is great. I can't believe you've agreed to come in and help us out with this. Tony, I've been here before. When did you actually become a fan of Get This? Uh, I guess... Uh, uh, during the course of last year, I can't put an exact time on it. It wasn't a Damascus Road conversion. Now, you yourself used to be in a comedy team. Yes. Uh, what were you called again? Wastage and seepage. <laughs> That's right. Which one were you? Seepage. Yeah, you guys were pretty funny. Well, you assert that. Yeah, there's quite a few clips of you uh, on YouTube. Yes, I know there are. But do you Tony... mind if I just throw a setup at you, see if you've still got it? Uh, uh, please do. Okay. Um, <coughs> I was reading Glenn Milne's column on global warming on the weekend. <coughs> How much do you reckon he'd had to drink before he wrote that one? That's a, an impossible question for me to answer. But it's certainly a large amount. I can't tell you the, the precise figure. It's, it's obviously thousands of gigalitres. <laughs> That's pretty good, but uh, I think you're labouring it a bit, uh, making it a bit obvious. But, but Tony, I'm saying whether it's obvious or less obvious or more obvious is not really the point. Yeah, I just reckon it'd work better if I kind of talked over you Mm. up until the gigalitres line. Just try it again. (laughs) Mr Howard, how much do you reckon he'd had to drink? That's an impossible question for me to answer. Oh, come on, Mr Howard. But it's certainly a large amount. Yeah, a large amount. I can't tell you the the precise figure. Come on, how much? It's obviously thousands of gigalitres. What do you think? Well, it's a very interesting technique to keep talking through me. Yeah. But if you don't mind, I'm trying to provide a response. Right, so you're not into overlapping dialogue? No. <laughs> very good. Very good. Yeah, it's a question of how you do it. Well, I'm glad you're here to lend your expertise because we had a lot of complaints about a recent sketch where we chopped up an interview with you <laughs> to make it sound like you were talking about Richard Marsland and the Australian flag. Well, I think it can be pushed too far. You claim mm. he was inserting the flag into his own bottom. Well, I think it can be pushed too far. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. But now we're having to find ways to squeeze more music into the show. Well, I accept that it is a, a a challenge, and if nothing is done about it, uh, the consequences could be uh, very serious. Apparently, we're not playing enough Hinder. Uh, I find that hard to accept. So, we've really <laughs> got to take a look at all of the segments. Um, which ones do you think are working the best? Well, I would think at, at the moment, um, very few, if any. We've got a great new idea, Capril. Mm. Everyone in Australia wearing capes for a month. Uh, there have been plenty of examples in the past where those sort of scenarios have been embraced and they haven't been realised. Yeah, well, that's not always been our fault. Well, look, I'm not trying to apportion blame. Yeah, so let's uh, leave Ed out of this. Mm. He's already had two new ideas this year. I don't think we should be into exaggeration. <laughs> Very good. Uh, look, there's, there's not a lot of new ideas here. Do you think the public would go for a segment called Richard Marsland's Dirty Sanchez Masterclass? The answer to that is no. Mm. Uh, Vinny wants to reenact the opening scene from Short Bus on mornings with Kerry Ann. That would be ridiculous. Oh, God, uh, we've got nothing. I've got to face management this week. What can I do? Well, you can do a whole lot of things. Yeah, right. Well, uh, uh, hang on. Hey, that's great. That thing where you don't actually answer the question. How do you do that? Well, there are certain ways. To... Right, like just throwing the question back at the person asking it? That's one way of doing it. Like, if I was to ask you, Mr Howard, this new two-hour show, will it be more expensive? Yes, Tony, I think it will become more expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> Whether it becomes much more expensive yeah. uh, depends a bit on what you mean by much more expensive. Ah, brilliant. But what I need is an all-purpose answer for anything. Well, that would be a matter for a future government. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm going to kill at this assessment. I'm sure you will. I'm going to be the next... Wastage and seepage. <laughs> there he is. <laughs>
They were great wasters at Seabiscuit. Did you ever see them live? No. What, what was their act? The Boaters, the Blazers, ah, the Canes. Double entendres. Bit of coin up the Kyber. Oh, coin up the Kyber. Carry on up the Kyber. It was gold. Now, they... Tone, how do you get him to say Tony all the time? He just says it. You're not going to say, are you? Should I say? Go on. Oh, they might stop doing it if I say it. Oh, really? Ah, damn it. Tony Jones. Yeah. yeah. Tony Jones on the late line. Yeah, yeah, Were yeah. Were you disappointed when he wasn't named host? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. <laughs> no, it's just that thing where, because somebody's obviously schooled them all to keep using the interviewer's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? It's some nonsensical blue sky yeah. gear. <laughs> but it's playing right into our hands. <laughs> uh, we need some music. And then we'll be back to talk some rubbish on Get This. Oh, that's no doubt. <laughs> it's my life. The old classic from Talk Talk, that's I think, it. Richard. <laughs> what trivia have you got for us today? Haven't we been learning since we managed to snaffle Richard back from the uh, shebang here? We learned that uh, there were two Marthas in Martha and the Muffins. Yep. We learned that Paul Schaefer wrote It's Raining Men. It's Raining Men. What else you got for us? Today, who have we got coming up? We've got Matchbox 20. Yeah. Uh, Billy Idol, White Wedding. You got nothing got on that. nothing. Got nothing. I got nothing today. Pants down, to... Marsland. Yeah, okay. While you're thinking... Uh, Doesn't trouble. Billy Idol have some... Uh, he'd have, he's got some of that gear, some of that sort of hotel room gear, doesn't he? Didn't he have one, some of the, one of those rooms? Go- oh, no, hang on. Maybe that was Bross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a quite filthy one going around. Oh. I think it was... Maybe it was Bross. <laughs> Probably best not said. Yeah. Out here. Call in. Call in if you know the Ross rumour. Well, Tell my, Cecilia. <laughs> my wife's got a good Billy Idol story. Uh, okay. She was floor managing the Countdown Awards back in the 80s, and Billy Idol was uh, queued to come on and present an award, didn't appear, because he was in the wings. And this is a detail I like, being serviced by not one, but two women. You're kidding me. Two women You're kidding once, me. In the wings of the Countdown Awards. Wow. Weren't those the days? Money, money. Did they cut to him? <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> Keep it short. Oh, <laughs> you what? bring the orchestra in; it's going yeah, too long. <laughs> Play them off. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, now Steve Irwin. Don't worry, we're not about to be offensive about the death of Steve Irwin. But mm. they've put out this doll, the Steve Irwin doll. Who's it for? Uh, it's for kiddies. It's educational. Okay. It's raising money for a good cause Great. for the Australia Zoo. Right. Uh, you pull the string out and it uses some of Steve's catchphrases. Have a listen. Including eight of his famous catchphrases. G'day, I'm Steve Irwin. Okay, we know that one. G'day, I'm Steve yep. Irwin. There's this one. What a ripper. What a ripper. ripper. Yep, okay. I remember him saying this a lot. Crocs rule. What was, what was that? that? That was Crocs rule. Okay. But do you remember this one? I just got a call about a big old crocodile that's been making a nuisance of itself near a fishing camp. Remember that one catching on? It's catchy though because it's short. You I know, remember seeing it on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of wordy. But how long would the string have to be? For, you'd be in the next room <laughs> pulling the string out. Remember of that this one, one kids? <laughs> anyway, it's for a good cause. So yeah. snap them up. Snap them up. What about uh, Russell Crowe? What's he done now? He's uh, owns a footy team, doesn't he? That's right, the Rabbitohs. Yeah, South, South Sydney, Sydney Rabbitohs. Are they well credentialed? They're, they're kind of like the. Underdog team, aren't they? Yeah, and they used to be really good a while ago. Jeez, mm. asking the wrong room. Yeah, yeah and then room. they were booted out of the comp for a bit, <sighs> and, now, and then they're back, and uh, and they're uh, they're a very nice bunch of people. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you oh, can't go actually, wrong. good Chinese restaurant in the Leagues Club. <laughs> I went in there once. It was lovely. Okay, there we go. Not afraid to put, ba- not afraid to put pineapple in dishes, and that's okay by <laughs> now me. Now we're back on safe ground. <laughs> yeah.
Uh, Russell Crowe's getting rid of the cheerleaders, or has done a while back. We're always what are they called? We're last with your sporting exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that they have a name, but it says uh, South no. Sydney co-owner Russell Crowe revealed uh, last week mm. his club had discarded its cheerleaders mm. because they made male fans feel uncomfortable. Jeez. Is that true? I, I, look, I, in all honesty, I get a bit uncomfortable when cheerleading... If it's close, if yeah. it's close by, yeah. I get a bit... When it sort of crosses the line into lap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Never does. When you're reaching for your wallet. No, but you know what it is? And, and it's the leering <laughs> as well. Like Because they, they kind of yeah. like parade past the front section, the front rows. And people are always like hanging over and... Come and do stuff. Okay. It's yeah. never really caught on either in Australia. Cheerleading. Cheer- well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who make a good living out of it, and yeah. it's a wonderful art form. Mm. But uh, <laughs> I like to qualify you don't everything you don't I say. Offend the cheerleading but fraternity. It, it just hasn't caught on. Paying the your way. bills, are they? You know, you look uh, at the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. I do look at them, and they're I amazing. Do look at them. Oh, you're so uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How uncomfortable you must feel. Anyway, no. <laughs> Did he announce it? Did he go out on the ground and make a big announcement? <laughs> I think so. How would that have sounded? These foul temptresses sent back by the bastard son of a bastard father to lead our most splendid rabbitos into temptation shall be consigned to the hell that spawned them in this our most merry red phone. Oh. <laughs> <It's> sting. <laughs> Sorry, whenever Russell Crowe says anything, I hear cheering and inspiring same, same. music. I hear trumpets. <laughs> How are we going for time, Nikki? Four. That's four fingers. Does that mean we're four minutes over or we've spoken for four minutes? That's not like us. We normally go for eight or nine. Yeah, what's happened? Hey, we've got plenty to get to. New events for our listeners yes. to take part in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's coming up. And uh, who is our sponsor for this half hour? Um, I think it might be Josh Kett of Melton West. Anything we know about Ketty? Uh, he's sick of Melton South getting all the sponsorship <laughs> on this program. Boo! <laughs> Take that, South. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big events next on Get This. Get This. A telly movie? Oh, definitely a telly movie there. Brought to you by Josh Kett of Melton West. Good morning, you lot. It's Get This Around the Nation. Tony News. Martin, Ed Cavalli, Hi. Richard Marsland in our new expanded time slot. Yep. Mm. Uh, and the podcast oh. is back. There's four of them up now. How, ma- how much comedy have we got? Four times 40 minutes. It's great value. Continuous. Totally. I mean, free. It's, it's, it's free. Free. It's free. Free. <laughs> free is the air we breathe. And who's in this one? Uh, in the latest one, you've got a bit of Andrew Powell. You've got a bit of Dave Graney, a bit of Glenn Robbins. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people talking about soft drinks for some reason. Okay. Snato Garo. Oh, you're not back on that again. Snato Garo. How can there be any Santo Chilaro, often misspelt as Snato Garo, when he hasn't been on the show yet? Why not? We've got to get him back in. We do have get to get him back, him back in. I Brad. Love, I love him dearly. Has emailed us. What's up, Brad? This, uh, Brad was a listener to the old D-Generation Breakfast Show back in the late 1980s. Good on you, Brad. And he wants us to play more Wayne from St. Albans. <laughs> Is that one of Snatto's? Yeah. That was one of Snatto's most popular characters. Unfortunately, that was in the days when people didn't tape their radio you show. You did. There was, I probably did too. Yeah. <laughs> but there was no podcasting. Oh, yeah. There was no, you know, replays or anything. So all we have on tape from those days mm-hmm. are the sketches. Mm-hmm. That was live. Okay, Tom. Mm. You showed me yesterday uh, a Spyrex, yeah. your weapon of choice. The Spyrex notebook. Oh, A4 yeah. Spyrex. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. Uh, and you had on cards, was it every stand-up gig you've ever done? Yeah. Exactly the running time mm-hmm. and the jokes that you wrote. 
You know who you're working with, a nerd. Now, uh, what how, What was your first date of your first stand-up gig? 4th of December, 1990. Wow. That was five minutes of gold. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever die horrendously? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time? <laughs> Stick around for the next hour. <laughs> that never goes away. Wow, Tone. Okay. It's, it's so constant good. Constant death. It's so good doing. that you've got all that stuff. You've got it all logged in. It's you know, all amazing. there Ready for the use. comedy Nuremberg when that occurs. <laughs> Russell Gilbert and myself in 1990 announced we were going to do the comedy Nuremberg. Who, what's going to happen? There's, we're just accumulating evidence. We have been accumulating evidence. For 17 years. Of what? Theft. Of plagiarism. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> of theft. Oh, dear. Of just poor judgment. Oh, dear. There's going to be a whole week on Ian McFadden. It's going to be a big time event <laughs> sometime in the future. Uh, but let's have some music. Let me just oh, hang okay. on a second. I'm going to pass you a xylophone today. Uh, thanks very much. Actually, uh, I'm just squeaking a microphone. Yeah, so no, that's, that's all right. Really we don't have any, it sounds like a xylophone in here. All right, I've got my xylophone. I've decided to wear some clothes that perhaps are a little bit too tight uh, and perhaps mm. might have been appropriate if I were a younger man, <laughs> but I'm still wearing them now. <laughs> Two, three, four. Nice. Very nice. Thank you. That's in excess. Better. Never let you go here. And get this around the nation on yeah. Triple M. I think in excess touring at the moment, and frankly, not very happy with what you've been saying about them here. Insulting them and the whole group in this way, and also insulting their families. I'd ask him to withdraw those stupid comments that he's made today. Yeah, post haste. <laughs> I will. I, I, I take it back. I'm sorry. Whoever that was, I'm very sorry. We finally broke a truce with the music department. Tone, you did. You it's, did a very good job, mate. Oh, look, Boutros, Boutros, Morris was uh, flown in from our Brisbane office. Yeah, did a good job. To sort of mediate between myself and Dobbo. He, I think he was credited with an amazing idea, which I heard. Yeah. Um, tradie for a lady they're doing up in Brisbane. Yeah. That's brilliant. See, that, why haven't we got something that like that? That is a great idea. A we will be getting to that up Talkback Mountain. But yeah. let me just make the announcement. If we agree to play five songs an hour, yep. which is what we were doing last year up until September, then they will... That's true. Oh, okay. It was five. It was meant to be six. Oh, we were playing oh, five until okay, September yeah, 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 and then yeah. somehow got down to three yeah. in the last week. Well, If we can play five an hour, they will agree... To drop one of the ad breaks from the next hour. That's a fair enough deal. That's unheard of. That's great. Especially with our ratings. That's unheard <laughs> of to get something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's friends again. Great. Except for the sales team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some other cleaning up to be done uh, there, but that's yeah. not our problem anymore. <laughs> that's okay. So thanks to everyone involved. Right. And let's get up that mountain. <laughs> where we are, looking for new events. We've announced, it, it happened last year, so many broken promises in Cavalry, so many projects. But so many also, uh, like, lived up to. Well, we finally did, uh, well, there was the, the ping pong competition. Oh, I hope that'll be coming back. Yeah, no. Just so as we can hear those things oh, yeah, again. Yeah. Tell me about this idea they're doing in the Brisbane office. Trady for a lady. 350 or X amount of tradies yeah. and then X amount of ladies, yeah. put them in a room together. Right. Give Someone's got a nut, someone's got like a, a key and a lock or something like that. Yeah. See what happens. Oh, see, that's organised. See, now that's awesome. good. Somebody's put that together. What yeah, have we yeah, got? Yeah. This year already we've announced Capril. Looking good. We've announced our rain dance competition. Looking that's really good. A dismal failure. You're yep. writing a power ballad. 
the listeners and I are writing a power. Oh, oh, Dave oh, Graney said some lyrics in. Dave Graney. One of Australia's foremost singer-songwriters <laughs> has put pen to paper. Here he goes, here he goes. Uh, don't I, bugger him up for him. Yeah, I know. I was thinking maybe I, I don't want to do it. Do you need to rehearse this off yeah, here? Yeah, I do. Rehearse I, it off here. Yeah, I don't want to cock that up. What about our Birdman rally? Great idea. Yeah? You're talking about the Birdie Gras? Oh, the gay Birdman rally. Yeah. Floats going off a jetty. Both. To pet your boys. <laughs> to get, it's great. <laughs> Don't stare, be so stereotypical, Tony. <laughs> See, that, that was my, that was yeah. my like... Oh, hang on, I'm that, playing an air violin. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> look at me. That's our AM bit. That's a bit of AM for everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, what do you there think? Give that us was, a call. That was, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking to a man in a tight Liberace t-shirt. That's right. That's right. Look it's, at that. It's great. navy blue and it's got diamantes that say Liberace on it. Where did I get it? You all ask. Liberace Museum. Oh. Right back off. Piano <laughs> in the lift. There's a piano in the lift. Of course there is. You can play your own lift music. Go to the Liberace Museum. Uh, I reckon. I've got an idea. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, so you're saying rather than live up to the promises we've already made, bring on some more. (laughs) Philip Archer has emailed in Mm. and he has said that on Sunday the 4th of March, Moonlight Cinema in Melbourne, they're showing short bus. Oh, now the Moonlight Cinema concept is probably all over the country. Oh, yes, yes. Sit outdoors. Sit outdoors. It's not normally as fruity as short bus, though. Fruit City. He, he, He is suggesting a great opportunity as a, uh, a teddy bear's picnic, get this style. Right. Any thoughts? My thoughts are, keep your hands off me. <laughs> I don't understand. I understand what's going on. People dress up in teddy bear costumes. No, no, no. Oh. People go along, blankets. Oh, yeah. A blanket to sit on and a blanket to cover yourself. All right. Watching short bus. Yeah, I don't know that that's going to bring us good publicity. Now, here's Pete. Pete's written into my MySpace and says, both short bus and the video of uh, Little Superstar are both wow, but wow for two entirely different reasons. And I'd only show my mother one of them because she doesn't like Little Superstar. Oh, okay. Yeah? <laughs> so he'd show his mother graphic pornography. That's what he's suggesting. In preference a Little Superstar, tiny dancing child on YouTube. Uh, well uh, worth a look. Not a child, primordial dwarf. Really? Yep. 32 years old. Okay. Sorry, we may have offended children there. I've got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Paintball. Paintball what? Us. To get this team, paintball... In the studio? No, no. At, at a proper paintball place. We'd be hopeless. It'd be a disaster. <laughs> no. It's outside, for starters. <laughs> Come on, Tone. Get with it. All of us, in the co- like in the fatigues, yeah. yeah. or perhaps we, if it's a completely red kind of uh, environment, you'll fit in perfectly, Tone, with your <laughs> blazing face. Uh, then, and then we have a paintball against either listeners yeah. and or, like, you know, mm. the, one of the other shows on the network. We're going to get creamed. <laughs> I don't think the we The only will. way we could win that is if it was an environment we'd feel comfortable in, like, I don't know, Blockbuster. <laughs> Video store paintball. Send a unit down to new releases. <laughs> Maybe we could win. That's not going to work. They're cowering behind the carry-on films. I saw a great story in the paper about a a cat that went missing and came back to the... Oh, what happened? Yeah, I know. It's a cat story, but it went back to its owners after 11 years. Nice cat. In between, while it was missing from its home, someone had been looking after it, but clearly... Now they're missing a cat because <laughs> it's returned home. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was thinking it, it got my mind wandering to some sort of homing pigeon race wherein we each have a pigeon. Cat. Yeah. It's released and the first one back wins. We have a cat. Well, a we homing cat thing No, is, we each train a cat. Yeah. I don't know about that. But, but what does a homing pigeon need? Is that like a... No, you just take three pigeons. All right. Do they have a little message strapped to their... How yeah. do you train a pigeon? Well, the, the homing pigeon, they come How back do you the, train them, though? Well, they, I mean, they're trained to do it. Tapes. They, they, I think they play them tapes. 
I don't know. These are pigeons. some of the poorest <laughs> suggestions I have ever Paintball. heard. We need the listeners to get on board. New events. Forget this. Give us a call. One triple three five three. That's hunters and collectors. Do you see what I see here? Get this around the nation. We're up Talkback Mountain. No time for the theme. We're looking for fabulous new listener events that we can do like they do on proper radio shows. Who's got one, Ed? Megan. Megan, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good. What's your idea? Well, my brother's birthday is in April, and I thought maybe you guys could throw him a April birthday party. That's oh, not a bad okay. idea. How old is he? He'll be 22. All right. Is he into capes? Uh, well, I'm going to make sure he is into capes by then. <laughs> how are you going to do that? Uh, I don't know, maybe just tie a sheet around his neck for the next month and a half. That's a great idea. <laughs> Take him down to the house of capes, get him fitted up. What's he Swirl into? Swirl one on. What's he going to get for his birthday? Um, oh, actually, geez, I have absolutely no idea. He's fairly into computer stuff, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, now we're getting somewhere. Right, what sort of stuff does he do on the computer? Um, oh, I don't know, everything from lots of internet cartoons. He's pretty much a big nerd like you guys. I think he'd fit yeah. right in. Okay. All right, he sounds like our kind of guy. Uh, but he hasn't gone too far, though. He doesn't play those games with the cards, does he? Like D&D and magic and stuff, does he? Does, um, does, he, have a, does he have a fictional <laughs> wizard somewhere in his life? Who's that? Oh. That's my brother. Oh, that's God. him. What did he just yell out? He said, go Goldeneye. Ah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome in, aboard, Sam. An N64 buff. Yeah. An antique yeah. buff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll do that. We'll yeah. put it on the list. I think Done. we can go better than that, though, Ed. Hi, Donna. Ed. How are you? Good. What do you uh, What do you think we should do? I think we should get one up on Marty and Thief. Oh, because they're, yeah, what are they yeah, doing? She's, she's the dog whisperer. Thief. Oh, yes. Now, this is the shebang. Breakfast in Sydney. They've got the dog whisperer going. What do we do? So, how are we going to top that? Well, Ed should be the cat whisperer. Oh, the cat whisperer. Yeah. They're not as responsive, the yeah. cats. Yeah. They're oh, a bit no. more... Get all the cat owners to call in... Strangle their cat. Oh my goodness! And it's got to guess what type of cat it is. That's it. Like, just get to sort of rub their their muzzles up against the microphone. And I have to guess what kind of cat it is. No, don't. It's going to be a bit of tail action. That, around, Donna, whatever. Donna, that is that. Mm. That's a really actually quite a good idea. Put them in the TV week cat tunnel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do that, Donna. That's a that's. Do you have a cat handy? No, don't. I'm, I'm actually a dog lover, not a cat lover. Ah, uh, that's okay. What sort of dog have you got? Oh. It's a little terrier cross. Oh, right. So there's an, there's an off switch on the eating mechanism, isn't there, with the terrier? Yeah, there is. Yeah, not with the Labrador. No, sir. It never stops. My couch has gone missing. <laughs> I'm finding bits of it in the backyard. What's going on there? Hi, Daniel. Daniel. Hi, How's it going? Good, mate. What do you think we should do? Um, well, I was I was in with uh, your idea, Ed, in mm-hmm. the, uh, the paintball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, there is a place here in Melbourne that does indoor paintball. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Oh, is that like a sort of infrared or uh, ultraviolet? It's actual uh, paintball. Okay. There is also indoor laser skirmish. Now, myself and some friends, we're all big nerds like you guys. Right. Um, Every year we get together and do a midnight till dawn, seven hours of running around uh, madness. Yeah. Wow. Uh, We got one coming up in two weeks, which is uh, the three, the four big sci-fi fan clubs here in Melbourne. Wow. So, so, there's, there's, so the Borg, so you all dress up as the Borg and, no, then, and then some Ewoks fight. show up and then and then, there, then it's the Wookiees v the Borgs v the, v the uh, Ewoks. Is that how it rolls? Well, it's Star Wars, Doctor Who, uh, Oztrek, all together in one big... Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, Will, do you think there'll be a single woman invited? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a couple... Uh, who's who's going to do the city's IT when you guys are all there? 
And now this laser, what is it called? Uh, dark zone. L- laser skirmish. I mean, is that dangerous at all? No, not at all. Uh, you couldn't accidentally have your cornea problem corrected? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Okay. Thank you, Daniel. Laser indoor paintball. I guess that's that's possibly something we could have a crack yeah, at. Yeah, that's not a bad that's not a bad idea at all. Yeah. Is that everyone? Is this Mark there? We can't get to Mark. We can't get to Mark. All right. So here we've got Rob. Oh, Rob, let's see. Are you there, Rob? I am. What's your idea for an event? Well, if you can join us, I've got seven friends. We've all got a team, and uh, we play against each other every six months for the uh, the World Cup. On Xbox Soccer. Oh, yes. Now, how close is it to the real World Cup? It's, uh, it's nowhere near it. Good. Well, that's what we're looking for. Uh, the, actually, team no, are... no, the, the, the cup itself is actually uh, a replica of the World Cup. Oh. Is the team of Togo represented within the game? Unfortunately not. No. Oh, well, no. Unless Togo. someone can be Otto Fisker. Yeah, no, they won't get a look <laughs> in. They're no. not represented by us, but you can choose to play as them if you like. Okay, right. okay. Well, no, that's not a bad idea. I like that it's all inside. And sadly, we haven't heard from Mark, yeah. who I think wanted more ping pong. Yeah. But well. played on the back of a moving flatbed truck as it tours drought regions in Australia. He's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there we, we go. love a bit of table <laughs> tennis. Okay. I think uh, can do better than this. We've got to get like t- like a like a tougher image or something. Yeah, I mean that was video games and and, and mm. laser tag against the ball. Mm. Are we that nerdy? I think we are. Really? And we'll be classing the program up in the next year. Maybe Simon Palomaris can help. I'm going to join like a like a a footy club or something. That's not going to happen. <laughs> After the news, get this: just a disaster for Australia. Brought to you by Megan Oren, who keeps riding in. Because I can if I don't because I want to. Thank you very much, Richard Cheese. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. It's the second hour of Get This. And look, Ed, look, Richard, Simon Palomaris is here. Hey. Hey. Thank you very much. going to suave up our show, hopefully. <laughs> it's been in the gutter for the last few days. <laughs> Touring at the moment with El Dago. El Dago. Have you been invited on uh, Alan Jones' radio show? Uh, not yet, actually. I've, I, I, don't even, I don't get Christmas cards from him either. Uh, <laughs> he's a big El Devo fan, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Is he? Yeah, he's waving the flag for him. Has he ever heard the music? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, we want to talk about cheap wedding ideas. Have you ever had one? No, I'm a wog, so okay. there are no cheap wedding ideas whatsoever. Well, we're going to yeah. try and think cheap. <laughs> we start from the lounge suite and go up from there. Oh, wow. White well, goods. Cheap jokes are acceptable <laughs> okay. in this hour. Nice what else have we got coming up, Ed? Press Simon if you can. Uh, what did the uh, doctor give a stripper? been saying that for two weeks. <laughs> no. We ever, is that actually a setup for a joke or a news story? It's a news story. <laughs> it's okay. never appropriate once it comes time. You know what I mean? Hard-hitting current affairs coming up in this hour. Look yeah. at this. Oh, that's so stereophonics, is it, Richard? Richard mm-hmm. Marsden pushes buttons here to get this around the nation on Triple M. Ed Cavalier's here. I'm Tony Martin. Hello. And now Simon Palomaris. Hey. Bulks up the numbers. Touring with uh, Il Dago. Il Dago, yeah. Who else is it? It's you, George uh, Capinaris. Uh, Joe, Joe Avati, who is who is uh, massive in Canada and New York and all that sort of thing. He he started yeah. he started doing his his comedy. He was working the clubs in in Sydney, and then he started putting his uh, his routines on Napster, and people in Canada oh, and around the world yeah. started picking it up. 
and he just followed his audience and um, has you know been playing to sell out crowds around um, okay. uh, all over the world basically. And it's and we're missing someone who else? And Nish Nish, uh, who's a young, um, uh, he's a Sri Lankan guy. Uh, he's actually, you know, the four of us have never worked, to, apart from George and I have been working together since we were, you know, four basically. But um, uh, it's, the four of us have come together so well and, and i got to tell you something because, you know, it's, it keeps being branded as a wog show but it's such an open, you know, uh, ethnic show for everybody, right? Yep. Because we all bring, you know, we, we talk about different, That's and that's the beauty of this show is that is mm. that we talk from an ethnic point of view about everything from mm-hmm. you know I mean I talk about my kids now I've got you know I'm Spanish yes. my, my parents still hardly speak English right Right. and yet and yet I've got two kids who are emo now right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right yeah My Chemical Romance fans are I, I was at the concert I was Most the oldest per- I was the oldest person at the concert <laughs> really right? yeah was, was it emotional that crowd was so young I yeah. swear somebody was pushing a, a fetus in an incubator <laughs> through the mosh pit it was so oh, unbelievable not for the first and, uh, time right. and, so, and, so you can imagine what Christmas at my place is like when you know I've got mum and dad on one side mm. of the couch and the two emo kids not saying anything yeah. in the corner <laughs> right and uh, at the My Chemical Romance concert yeah. what was your favourite number that they belted out um, was there anything particular Particularly emotional uh, that got you going? Uh, when I was a young one. Oh, yeah, they love that. <laughs> yeah, the black parade. Yeah, I, was, loved I had a little parade. tear. Did I, had you? A li- I had a little black tear falling down my <laughs> falling down my face. Hey, what sort of music are Il Dago turning on, though? Uh, Il, well, Il Dago, we, we, we're finishing off with a, with a you know, big uh, a parody of opera. Yep. Uh, yeah. But we're all coming out and do and do uh, our own different bits. What I was telling you about about Nish uh, being, being a Sri Lankan guy is yes. that, is that uh, you know we, we've spent so much time driving the four of us driving around the car and he's he's twenty eight. He's the youngest of the group. He's twenty eight. Lives at home with his, with mum and dad and he starts telling us about about his family and we're just rolling on the ground yeah, right yeah, in the car right. because it's just it's like. Our mums and dads, but with an Indian accent, right? <laughs> you know, like he, you know, like he, he was saying, he, he said to his dad, oh, can, can you give me a lift somewhere? And his father said, what do I look like to you, a taxi driver? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just a polite Just silence, a polite probably. Suffice <laughs> <laughs> there. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember seeing, you mentioned uh, you and George, I remember seeing, and years before Wog's Out of Work started. Tibaldi Brothers? Tibaldi Brothers. Yeah. Doing uh, knocking on heaven's door. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing it. Classic, <laughs> doing a that classic in, in pubs. Mama, take that pasta away from me. I can't <laughs> eat it anymore. Do any of those ever come out? Do you ever? Oh drink yeah. Out oh the old yeah. Oh yeah. The, the, I mean, you know, the, the um, you know, we 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 don't do that. The, you know, knocking heaven's door and stuff like that anymore. But uh, um, you know, we we our, our stuff has really moved moved up with. Yes. With what's happening now, I mean, you know, I talk a lot about uh, uh, like John Howard not uh, not wanting people who don't speak English to come to the country yeah, and all yes, that sort of it's, thing, and it's which, test. which really gets me right because I didn't speak English when I was right. when I was a kid, yeah. right? Mm. When, until I came here, so you know, and I grew up watching things on Spanish television like mm. La Familia de los Brady. Oh, you know? that's right. I still remember the, the theme song. The theme song, you know, the theme song in Spanish is Es la historia de una señora que tenía tres niñas muy bonitas, you know, and we used to laugh Cindy, the little one, because she used to talk like this. And we thought she was really Spanish, <laughs> um, you know. So, so you've assimilated yeah. this test. I was just reading in the paper yesterday: the new citizenship test is going to cost fourteen point six million dollars. Yeah. what is that going on? Surely it's yeah. just a series of questions. And can you pronounce this? <laughs> Are you a John Farnham fan? It's, it's, Are you willing to learn about Fancy? <laughs> if not, because uh, the Observer told me that one of her relatives came to Australia ages, ages ago, and the only question that they asked was, "Do you know what the, the uh, define the verb to shout?" 
yeah. and they knew that it meant yeah. to buy drinks. I'm like, great, sweet, you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In yeah. New Zealand, it's just have you got any fruit? So that's just <laughs> once the fruit <laughs> questions yeah. answer, you're in. You're assimilated. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, you can't take away from kids. You know the. It is so much fun. I can't tell you how much fun it is to grow up with parents who don't speak English. Okay? I'll tell you that right now. We, this is a true story. We had, when we were kids living in, in Werribee in Hoppers Crossing, right? My, my mum and dad bought us a dog with really long flappy ears, right? right? And my sister and I called it Flaps. Right. <laughs> the hours that my sister and I spent at that window watching my mother on the footpath going, Flaps! <laughs> <laughs> Flaps! <laughs> and, you know, screaming to the lady across the street, Senora, you see my flaps anywhere? <laughs> you can't take that away from kids. You can't take you that can't. away. See, that's what we'll lose yeah. once we're all talking the same. Forget it. That's just wrong. Yeah. Hey, Simon, there is so much uh, in your back catalogue. You are talking to video shop nerds. <laughs> we're going to get down to the bottom <laughs> shelf yeah. a few yeah. and see what Simon has been hiding under his bed. That'll be next. That's Matchbox 20. And get this around the nation on Triple M. Simon Palomar is currently touring with Il Dago mm. is with us. Whereabouts are you on? Uh, we're at the Northcote Town Hall. We've got we've got a special uh, show for Diversity Week uh, here on the 20th of uh, of March. Which Adelaide, is, Brisbane. Then we've got Adelaide, Brisbane, uh, DY, Russell, Canterbury, uh, South Sydney, Juniors in Sydney. Um, and then we go to Brisbane, then we go to Adelaide and we go in Perth. Beautifully remembered. Yeah. Well done. Now let's well get done. back into the yeah. back catalogue. Well, Light Horseman, you were in that Australian was, film, The Light Horseman. I can Horseman. do the whole part right here, the right now. The whole character. Do you, need, do you need a lead-in line or do you just No, 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 because uh, uh, I, I played a, a Turkish captain. Great. Right. So paint the picture. Uh, What's going on? Can, I, can I, uh, the, uh, the Australians are uh, were about to attack Tel Sheba. Yep. Right. Uh, there is a, a big meeting with uh, the Turkish general and, his, you know, and the German general. Great. And the thing. Uh, I run up the stairs and I say, sir, sir. The Australians are getting closer. Oh. That's it. I believe every wait, word of that. Wait, wait, oh. Five minutes later, I run in again and say, Sir, sir, the Australians are nearly here. Oh. That's my whole part in the film. That should have been. Didn't you just get out of there? Like, you just hightail it <laughs> out for the battle. That's right. In the battle, are and you? And go and, uh, you know, catch a boat and... and Grow up and have a family in Argentina yeah, after that. Yeah, so we deleted scenes <laughs> you went. on the DVD. You could have stretched that a lot longer. Still not here yet. <laughs> okay, what about, you know, there was a spate of movies. You would remember this in the video shop, Ed. Mm. In the early 90s where suddenly it was Ing, someone's name. Yep. Chasing okay. Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, was others. Deconstructing Henry. Yes. Or Harry. Raging Bull. That was one. <laughs> there we go. What about one called Shooting Elizabeth? Oh, yeah. With Jeff Goldblum. That's a classic. And Simon Palomar. <laughs> Oh, yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> How did you do a film with Jeff Goldblum, co-starring? Okay, I got married and left uh, to Tracy Callender. Yes. She um, played uh, Elizabeth in Acropolis now. That's right. We got out of here. We went and lived in Madrid for a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is after, like, you know, four years of work that I work in Acropolis now and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, really needed, needed a break. We got married. We went and lived in Spain. I got a job teaching English. Yep. Right, in, uh, in Madrid. Uh, I had the best year of my life. I just hanging around Madrid. Um, went to got a job at night in a in a Indian restaurant called Madrid Madras. There we go. <laughs> I kid you not, right? And, uh, and one day I started talking to uh, a lady who was who was an agent there, uh, Katrina Bayonas, who's related to a Bayonas producer Bayonas. Oh, yes, Lynn Bayonas. Lynn Bayonas, you know, in a very sort of strange kind of a way. Uh, who then became she? This lady actually uh, was uh, Penelope Cruz's uh, manager as well. 
and she we just got talking. Is that you know about acting and the whole thing? I had no I no idea about or, or need to mm. go into any show business in Spain. And she said, "Well, you know, I'm casting this film um, in in English that's shooting here, and uh, you know, when you go and have a look for, at a part." And I, and I went along, I got the part, and uh, uh, a month later, I was teaching. I was still teaching. My head was so out of the show business idea that uh, that uh, I had a class at eleven o'clock. And I got a phone call saying, Jeff Goblin wa wants to meet you in his hotel room to talk about the part you've got to play with him. Right. And it was actually quite a, a substantial part. And, uh, and I had a class at, at one. So I literally went to his room and I spent the whole time just looking at my watch going, okay, Jeff, you know, <laughs> make it oh, quick because i got to go. ask kids if they're chewing <laughs> or not. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and um, uh, it was uh, Mimi Rogers was in it, uh, Jeff Goblin, and you being, being uh, video nerds. Wow, you, you've, you've dropped two Tom Cruise wives' yeah. names already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> one yeah. story. And, um, uh, and who, I didn't know that when we were actually filming, the, my first day of filming, I'm staying there, and I look, and this Chinese guy comes, uh, comes walking across the set, and he was, it was Bert Kwok. Who played Kato? Kato, the Pink Panther, the Pink film. Panther film. And I was just that. Then I was I was absolutely starstruck. <laughs> <you know. laughs> and did you have any scenes with him? Did he have to? I, I did. Like, I did. Leap out of a closet. Look, at you? I loved him because we, we ended up staying in the same hotel together. We were like have, sitting down having dinner. And this guy, this is how he started his show business career. Right? right, has never been out of work in in like fifty years. Yeah, right, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Never been out of work. He got a, he got his first gig right because he was Chinese. And they needed Chinese character, Chinese extras, right, for a film called Fifty Five Days in Peking, which was being sh which was being shot in Madrid, right, right, which is where he was shot because Madrid they shot uh, Doctor Shivago and a whole stack of you know this fifties classics over there, and you know they needed Chinese people, they sent him over to Madrid. Wow! And from then on, he just kept going from one wow. one film to the next, and he had this. He said, he said, look, you know, we're actors, you know, we're not. You know, we don't pick up rubbish. If no. we stop acting, there's not going to be like a health crisis. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you just get paid. You know, some of these films will probably, like this one, for example, Shooting yes. Elizabeth, will go into video, DVD. We'll never see it again. No. You know, and he was, he was like about two years away from retiring. And he was wow. literally one of the one of the greatest people wow. I ever talked to in the business. And isn't he still alive? He's still going. He was he he, he was fit like a 20-year-old. He was probably 60 by the time. Where, where was he in that Steve Martin one? Which one? Ah, oh, yes. the yeah. new Pink yes. Panther. Why couldn't Kato have come back? That film needed Kato. <laughs> he could have been in a yeah. wheelchair just lurching out of a <laughs> closet <laughs> with an ice pick. That would have worked. <laughs> Shooting Elizabeth uh, is one of those films. It's this category we've talked about before. On VHS, maybe not going to make no, the leap to yeah, DVD. No, yeah. The waters are rising. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get the titles up to Base Camp 1. <laughs> I found it. I'll tell you what. I found it at my local bilo. Oh, <laughs> in one of those ten films in in one packet. Oh, really, yeah. that's when you know you've made it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, hey, we need your help, Simon. We are talking. You know, weddings are expensive. Let's yeah. not deny it. They're getting more expensive. People no. need cheap wedding ideas, and that's a skip wedding. Yeah, like, that's right. Get a wog wedding. That's like, a, that's an, on a vast scale, on a vast unimaginable scale. to thin white nerds. Uh, we're going to have to talk this up. Mm. Let's do that next and get the listeners on board. Get this. I'm psyched, pumped, amped, excited. Yeah, can't wait to see what happens. Brought to you by Brian Stanley, known in Brisbane as the Great Gadzook. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M, where Simon Palomaris is co-hosting for this hour. Going back through your old credits, Simon, what <laughs> are you uh, voice and video games? Um, when when I play when I when I play a crowd, you know sometimes I, I get 
to a gig, right, and yep. I'm standing in front of an audience that looks so young, right, right, that I think I should be doing this gig on MSN, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, because um, you know, like my kids are all into um, what do they do on MSN? Uh, they talk to lots of uh, this. Well, I, I walk. I walk. Yeah. Sure. I walk, well, I walked past my twelve-year-old and I said, "And I said, who, who are you talking? Who are you talking? You've been there like for four hours." And he said, "He said, oh, the girl upstairs." And I'm going. You could open the window and just you know talk to her. Shout. You could shout. You could just go to the footpath, go across to the park and talk to her. And he goes. Well, I would if somebody bought me a laptop. Oh, <laughs> oh well, there we go. <laughs> Give him a can with a string, you know? And then no, he used to work for us. He wants a mobile wrong. for Christmas. No, yeah, no, two cans can. and a string. <laughs> well, so you, you're playing these yeah. gigs. Anyway, so I played these gigs, right? And, and this audience looks so young. And, of course, they, you know, the Wogs Work was, was 20 years ago. So, yep. you know, these kids weren't even, weren't even born. And, and every now and then, if I, if I want to impress it, I just go, oh, and by the way, I did the voiceover for the Greek the whole of the Greek and the Roman army in Rome, total war. Oh, and I'm thinking, I've never seen the game. I never <laughs> played the game. I've never even seen it in the shop. I just went in one day, and it's, I don't know if it, it's a, it's the weirdest thing to do a, to do a, the voices for a for a for a video game mm. or you know like an Xbox game type of thing because you do these great big speeches, you know, you know, um, countrymen, soldiers of Greece, go forth. You know, you do all, oh, these, yeah, all yeah. these great big speeches, but then they give you like a, a phone book of pages, right? With all the different sounds that every soldier has to make, ah. right? So it's so it's like Greek soldier getting hit by a sword, <laughs> ah, <right>? good. <laughs> falling off a horse. <laughs> Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I recognise you now. Yeah, that's yeah. that one. Getting hit by a spear. <laughs> what and about? you do this for three hours. <laughs> what about like a hit hit by a catapult? Romans oh, yeah. hit by a catapult. <laughs> oh wow! Black. <laughs> so yeah. much to master. That was me. Yeah. That was me. I wanted to be the guy in the N sixty four multi race championship who just in the car game is just going. What are you doing? <laughs> Pull over! <laughs> yeah. And I'd drive my wife insane because I insist yeah. on doing those lines when she's driving. Yeah. What are you doing? I think it's amazing that my kids can find, can find a gang of drug dealers in the middle of, of the streets of LA, yeah. Yeah. right, on Grand Theft Auto, but they can't find the school bag in their room. <laughs> yeah. If there's a game of that, they'll be Bring very good. Hey, we're going to talk weddings. Let's do that next. That's, uh, well, it's Billy Idol with White Wedding because we're about to talk weddings here and get this uh, around the nation on Triple M. But Simon Palomaris is here and he just keeps mentioning things he's done. Oh, fair. So good. <laughs> so much stuff. What, you had your own chat show in Spain. I had my own chat show. I was a writer. I was a writer. Oh, hang on. You're feeling a bit off, Mike. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> technical problems. <laughs> um, Take two. No, I was, I was uh, a writer. It was one of these jobs. I was sitting at home here in Melbourne and a friend of mine from Madrid rang up and said, are you doing anything at the moment? And I went, well, you know, I've got a couple of things. Oh, it's just that if you really want, you know, you can come and work <laughs> on a Tonight Show as a writer wow. Wow. in Spain. Our budget is a quarter of a million bucks a night. Wow. And, a uh, night? A night, five nights a week. And uh, who's the host? Uh, the host? No, the host was actually a guy who was a, he was a, a diplomat, and oh. and and his uh, and his sidekick was a younger guy. Um, but uh, they it, they would have one one guest per night, right? right. We had a, a, a bank of about uh, ten writers, and like some of some of the guys that I was sitting around there, they brought me in. Um, to work as a, you know, to to develop sketches and, and right, all that sort yeah, of thing, yeah. and um, uh, it was just the last week I was on. This is the we had Lou Reed oh, one night, Sting the next, uh, Elvis Costello, Francois Sardi, the French singer, yeah, yeah. right? And it was a music week, and that, and that then, was that was the standard every single night. And did wow. Greg Fleet pop in <laughs> uh, for the last show? <laughs> Fleet, right. you get a jersey. <laughs> and so um, you, you no. were telling me you wrote a joke. 
for Lou Reed. I did. I, I, I wrote. Oh. I wrote an opening gag for because because we had them. We had them. The one guest. One guest for the whole hour. Yeah. So by the end of the of the of the whole hour, there's you know these guests were just so relaxed by the whole thing, and, and they were always end up spilling the guts about something that yeah. we were That's talking about. We've been trying to do that on our show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need a three hour yeah. show. Don't yeah. say that. No, 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 no. Yeah, but the thing is, it was it, because he's renowned for being a really bad uh, comedian interviewee, oh, okay. interviewee, right? <laughs> uh, and everyone was really panicking. And uh, so the gag was that he, he he sits down, he's got his sunglasses on, they ask him three questions and he just stares there blankly at them and just stands up and walks away and, and you hear a door slamming, right? Yeah. So they had these great big minutes, who was going to tell Lou Reed that he had yeah. to do a gag and all yeah. that sort of thing. And um, he and they told him and he said, yeah, sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> and he sat down and he put on his sunglasses and he said they're staring at the two at the two presenters and the two presenters are like sweating it out asking him three questions and eventually he has, the last question was just too stupid and he sort of raised one eyebrow and just went turned the chair around walked out of the room and wow. slammed it wow. and he was and he was like on the ball it was and great. by the end of the show he was doing the thing with the plank where you yeah. turn around hit someone <laughs> in the back <laughs> John Cale on the Ooh. back of the head, <laughs> then taking down Bowie with a custard pie. And the black sheep was singing, boom, 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 boom. Okay. We want to talk cheap wedding ideas, uh, you know, because we did, you've got some research, haven't you, to back this yeah, up? Yeah, the Church of England in the news. Mm. Um, they've on. released a new guide advising couples to shun the spend, spend, spend culture yeah. and embrace a more simplistic approach when it comes to weddings. Well. Um, they're saying that brides should travel by a taxi. Uh, wearing a second-hand dress and also suggests asking guests to take their own grog to the reception. <laughs> oh, you BYR. <laughs> and if you could leave the empties there so we can get a refund. Yes. We can make some bread on the deal. I went to a wedding like that in one thaggy, actually. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, do you ha- I mean, one way is to fly to Vegas and get married, which is what I did, because yeah, I just did. could not... Did you really get married in, in Vegas? We did because I had a friend who aged, as I always say, he aged six years and six months preparing yeah. for his own wedding. <laughs> and I said, what is it? Why is it so gruelling? He's gone, mate... I'm going to go home tonight and have a discussion about serviette rings. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, I never yeah. want to have a discussion about serviette rings in my no, life. So never, we just never. went, I knew it's about 145 bucks. Depends if you want the young Elvis or the old Elvis. Oh, mm. the, uh, well, you see, old, but young takes it more seriously, 40 bucks more. Think about the it. old what, ones in what, a bed, you know, yeah, that's <laughs> on <right>. the machine. <laughs> no karate moves. No. When, I, when I was putting my wedding together, it was just uh, I kept thinking I've produced like ten shows already. Like that's I've done some right. really big stuff. It's Why is this event. so hard? Why yes. is this so hard? There's only you know we've had we've produced shows where thousands of people have turned up. There are only like two hundred people turning up to this. Why is this so hard? And it's because you've got fifteen producers. Yes, ah, everybody right. has. Yes. Everybody wants a say in it. And there's yeah. associate producers, right. executive mm, producers, yeah. cheap ideas, and you. You can't cut the budget because you have to have this. That's right. You have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You have oh, to have yeah. the doves. Oh, you know, yeah, it's yeah. the right thing. You got to have the doves flying. It's not love yeah. without doves. No. You know? Yeah. Um, you need have you got any cheap wedding ideas, Cavalier? I'm. I'm. I look. If I was to ever get married, yes. Uh, it just sounds so far away. Yeah. You know, like I've, I've, I think you know, kids. I think I'll probably end up with cats or a dog. You know, <laughs> DVDs. <laughs> The Martin style. <laughs> uh, but cheap wedding, I, I reckon eloping is definitely the way to go. Right. You've got Vegas. I mean, they've built Vegas. Use it, mm-hmm. you know? Use it it's for its there. many purposes. It's there waiting for you. It's rich. My parents just did away with the honeymoon. They didn't have a honeymoon. Oh, yeah. And still haven't had a honeymoon 28 years later, 30 years later. Have oh, the honeymoon. Wow. Forget the wedding. Yeah. I know. We should treat them to it. But Cut straight to the good bit. Yeah. Aren't you meant to... Uh, isn't, it, isn't the honeymoon all about, like, you know... Conjugating, yeah, it's yeah. not all about like the, the honeymoon is about resting going. after the wedding. Uh, That's what it is. Yeah, right. I you think know? it's about consummating. Yeah. Consummating. Yeah. I don't think it's conjugating. Yeah. I don't think it's around 
fixing yeah. sentences on your wedding night. <laughs> that verb needs moving. Call us, call Simon Palomaris. He's going to judge today your cheap wedding ideas. One triple three five three. It's get this around the nation. That'd be Avril Lavigne. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. We're keeping up because we've got callers on the boil here. Simon Palomaris is with us. We're looking for cheap wedding ideas. Who have we got? Ed. Hello, John. G'day, guys. Uh, hi, mate. Tell us your idea. Um, get everyone to lob straight from the ceremony to the for the reception at Smorgies. Oh, Smorgies. Oh, yes. Smorgies. Oh. Say it with Smorgies. What's Smorgies? That's not my idea. i actually seen it done. Really? It's, it's hang, yeah. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You've seen it done by yeah, who? I was there. Well, oh, I don't know. I didn't, didn't know the people. I just was at Smorgies one day, digging out as you do, and they just lobbed at the door. It's, oh, it's all you it. can eat. Ed. I thought all you so. can eat. Yeah, yeah. My, my parents' four favourite words: all you can eat. <laughs> In that yeah. order. Hang on a sec. So, uh, so that the reception shows up, and did they have speeches and stuff like next to the Bay Maria, next to the soft serve machine? <laughs> oh, I think there was. Well, they were sort of seated over in the back corner. So. Jeez, you know, they sort of walk past us and all bowl over there in their, in their group. And Do you know what I don't no. like, John? It, it seems as though I would be very upset because if, if I'm at Smorgies or your Sizzler or any of your other fine or you can eat establishments, I want there to be the least amount of people there possible. So you yeah. can get to the prawns. You, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Well, and well. avoid non-delicious filler. That's the track. Uh, hello <laughs> there, James. How are you? G'day, guys. How are you? Really good. Talk us through it. Well, I used to manage a uh, video easy store in Sydney. And, oh, uh, good on you. Which one? Hang on, which one? Oh, uh, I can't really say. <laughs> oh, really? Exact. Mm, uh, no, it, it, it ended badly, but anyway. Uh, um, hang on, I, James, hang on, hang on. You know you're not going to get away like that. Uh, how long did you do it for? Um... Uh, about nine months or so. You did get sacked. And uh, tell me, what was your no? What was your never fail uh, re- recommendation? Your weekly recommendation. Weekly recommendation. Mm. Oh, I didn't quite go to the adult section, but you know, it was, it was, right there. Close, it was some juicy titles in there. Yeah, I'm sure there were. All right, talk us through it. Okay, I, managing that store, the uh, wedding singer was due to be released by um, by Village that uh, year, and uh, they said, oh, they were always big at sort of trying to get you to do some marketing exercises. So I said, well, why don't we have a wedding in the store? Oh, so I, I found this this couple that were only going to get married in their backyard and have a barbecue. Yeah. And uh, I ended up getting vintage wedding cars, the bridesmaids' dress, the champagne, the catering, the whole bit, and it cost them absolutely zilch. Fantastic. Wow. Any chiquitos as so, you want? Rather, rather than just a loaf, I think you should just try and get it, get something out of it. So maybe contacting your local video store uh, would be a good idea. And don't forget the bride is due back in seven days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is a great idea. And you can do... F- and you can do four, four for ten bucks. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Hi, David. Hi, guys. How are we? Good, thank you. What happened? What is uh, your idea? Uh, we actually invited everybody up for a housewarming, so of course they brought their own grog, and then while they were there, we had a celebrant slip in and say, "Right, now you're coming to our wedding." That's Whoa. Great idea. Fantastic. So we had a clown. We had a clown there mm-hmm. to yeah. entertain all the kitties to keep yeah. them occupied, and halfway through our. Uh, our, what do you call those things? The vows. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> struck up a song, the chicken song, the chicken dance song. Oh. Wow. Uh, what a moving ceremony. <laughs> no wedding is complete without it. That is a beautiful no image. No wedding is complete without a clown anyway, so we yeah. thought we'd supply one ourselves. That's All very right. nice. Surprise, you, you've got the birdie dance, you've got yeah. the clown, and of course those pesky, what are they called, vows. Yeah. Don't forget those. <laughs> Hi, Paul, how are you? Good day, mate. How are you? Very good. Talk us through it. 
Yeah, look, I've got an idea. I reckon just go nuts on the uh, reception. Make sure you get as much as you possibly can and then actually at the reception, auction off your bridal party. Oh. oh. Have you tried this yourself? No, but I thought about it, you know. Make the money back. So you're saying like a, like a, like a, bat, like a bachelor auction? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, get the guys to do some odd jobs around the house, see who wants to make the highest bid and uh, see how much money you can get great back. Idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. That's right. Because and, and, you don't want to lose money on a wedding. I mean, what's the point? No, exactly. <laughs> it, yeah. really, it really is the worst investment possible. <laughs> it certainly is. There's no return on it whatsoever. You know what you could do, Paul? You could have poker machines in there. That'd be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd turn a buck or two. Uh, hello, Julie. Hello. Your idea... How are, can you hear me all right? Yes, oh, yeah, we yeah. can. Excellent. <laughs> well, like, my idea was to exploit new photographers. What do you mean? Oh, well, you I, mean I'm get the... I'm a new photographer, and I've just done a wedding free, and from here on in I start to charge, but it starts off really cheap. <laughs> oh, okay, so you, you're just giving someone some flying hours with, on the camera. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Obviously, the pictures may not come out. Yeah. Well, they will if it was me. Right. <laughs> and that would be Jules Rock's photography, of course. Yes. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite willing to do photography very cheap, so yeah. I'm on the central coast of New South Wales, though. So. There's the old idea of getting the whole wedding party into a car and just going through an intersection really quickly. <laughs> That's right. And waiting until the council deliver the wedding photos. That's a cheap idea. These are great suggestions, aren't they? Never pay full price again. (laughs) The thing is, we've gone through all these ideas and I can see Ed is still thinking about smorgies. (laughs) Is it any good? (laughs) Yeah, it's top flight. Is it? Yeah, I had had my Bucks night at, uh, at the Swagman. Oh, the swag, which was is that, the classic. That, classical, you can eat? that yeah, was in no, Ferntree Gully. Ferntree Gully, yeah. Until until it got until it burnt down by a what do you call it? Le- uh, Lebanese lightning. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, in mysterious circumstances, that's what right. We'll do. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. I'll get this. Oh, time for us to go here again. This that was the wow. We're playing songs. Yeah, yeah. We're getting them through. Everybody's happy today on Get This. The new radicals. Uh, Simon Palomaris, thank you for sitting in for the whole hour. Thank you for having me. Yeah, like I had a ball. Il Dago is coming to pretty much everyone who's listening's yeah. town. You're coming to well Melbourne, yep. Sydney, Brisbane, and Adelaide. Go to uh, myspace.com uh, forward slash Il Dago comedy, and you've got all the details there. All right, and just tell us who it is again. Yourself, George Capinara, Joe Avati, George. Cabinaras, Nish, who's a wonderful young Sri Lankan guy from um, from Brisbane, and myself, and doing a great show for the comedy festival at the Northcote Town Hall uh, with a special preview on the 20th of March. And that's a top night, and if you're looking for Simon's old film Shooting Elizabeth, you'll find it on the bottom shelf at Video Easy, in a sun-faded cover, next to a copy of Watch Out, We're Mad, starring Terence Hill and Bud Spencer. That would be my guess. That would be where I'd start. Thanks everybody who called in, and I think our key phrase today was wastage and seepage (laughs) and we'll be back tomorrow with George McEnroe from our Brisbane office and it's all thanks to as yet nobody